great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope you had a great Easter weekend. And the new week is upon us. Download the 77 WABC app. And we'll also have the uh, Dominic Carter Chronicles coming up at 45 minutes past the hour. But we have a lot to get to as we start this new week. So on the uh, Cats Roundtable uh, this morning, Governor Kathy Hochul of New York says that New York will never again be crippled by the COVID-19 pandemic promising she is not going to shut down the state again. In the governor's words with the station's owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, the governor says you can count on that. We will let you hear part of that interview in uh, in uh, just, just a few minutes. Another story on my mind, again, happens to be Ukraine with President Zelensky warning the world to prepare for Putin to unleash a nuclear attack, a nuclear attack. This, as it appears that Russia is uh, entering a new, more dangerous, dangerous uh, stage uh, in terms of uh, Putin also warning uh, and showing increasingly unpredictable behavior, but warning of unpredictable consequences if the U.S. continues to supply weapons to Ukraine. That's the second story, one of one of the stories we're focusing on. A big one that I want to get to, and we will take your questions on a number of topics this morning, but <clears throat> maybe you folks can explain this to me. The mass shootings, the mass shootings, Easter weekend. So in Pittsburgh, you have the house party leaving two juveniles uh, dead. Uh, several others are uh, injured, injured. Now, of course, this is all in addition to the gun violence uh, that occurred uh, in New York at the subway situation. But you, you have the situation as it relates to Pitts, Pittsburgh, you have two shootings, not one. You have two shootings, mass shootings that occurred in uh, the state of uh, South Carolina. We will get to those uh, situations in South Carolina. I'll have the details for you. It makes you wonder what is going on. But I can tell you exactly what is going on, folks. This is what happens. This is what happens when the climate is one of wokeness and people 
that uh, didn't uh, value life to begin with. So not just one mass shooting in South Carolina uh, this weekend, Easter weekend, but two. And on top of it, I don't understand why there's violence. Why does there have to be violence when there are police shootings? So we discussed the situation here on this program. We discussed the situation of the police shooting in Michigan. And in uh, Portland, Oregon, over the weekend, there was violence and where protesters on Saturday um, vandalized streets, vandalized a Starbucks coffee shop, two banks, three bus shelters, and uh, arrived at a police station and set a dumpster on fire in the parking lot. So a lot is going on. A lot is going on. And let's start with uh, the situation in, in Ukraine. Let's go to the telephone calls. We are taking your calls this morning. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. Let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, Nick, I hope you had a great Easter. Thank you, and um, I hope you did as well. I don't celebrate, but still, okay. I, I want right. to wish my friends and acquaintances who are Christians, I hope they, they celebrated the holiday very well. Now, let me go to Ukraine. We need to give the Ukrainians what they want, not just say we're doing it. We need to send it to them as soon as possible. Uh it's the only way. I, I think what we need to do, we need to bloody the Russian military as much as possible, and we need to give the Ukrainians a chance to win. Okay, but but you say give them a chance to win, even at the expense of every move that the U.S. is making as of late is only infuriating Russia. Sure. I mean, we've we've actually done worse to them. Uh, we did the Berlin airlift in 1948. The Russians didn't do anything to us. And uh, I heard this interestingly from a uh, retired NATO commander, uh, Lieutenant General Ben Hodges. He's been saying we need to, meaning we, the U.S. and NATO, need to airlift military supplies directly into Ukraine. Let's call the Russians bluff. Well, I I hear you, John, on, in terms of saying call their bluff, but I don't know. I'm a little skittish as it relative to be. I am not skittish. Okay. I, when okay. you're dealing with a bully, you need to put the bully I, I, in the I place. hear you. I hear you, John. But, but just for argument's sake, what if I'm wrong? What if I'm right in terms of being skittish and you're wrong? You know, that's a good question. I've thought about it long and hard, and okay. I would rather err on the side of those forces fighting for freedom and democracy, which, and I will make this uh, perfectly clear, um, unfortunately, I think Frank Marano would rather be a Putin sympathizer than being someone interested in speaking on behalf of freedom and democracy in Ukraine, given the guests he has had on his program. Okay, okay. well, hey, John, I, I do appreciate your call. I have I have a lot of calls, and so I do need to move on. But let me say this. 
I am a huge fan of uh, Frank Morano, and um, he does a great show every morning. In fact, John, as you know, uh, 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 Frank Morano is coming up at the top of the hour at 1 a.m. Let's go now. Thank you for that call, John. Let's go to Lisa in Manhattan. Good morning, Lisa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Uh, we, my family and I, we blame the Democrat Party. The rhetoric for the last three, four years was kill the cops, defund the cops. We hate white people, said by Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and Democrats. So what do you expect? Frank James, the Brooklyn subway uh, shooter, was going to happen. And you know there should be an April 12th commission. If they're going to uh, impeach Trump and have a 1-6 commission, when Trump said, walk pace, uh, peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol, and they impeach him on that. Well, let's start, and Republicans are onto this. I was reading something, an April 12th commission, and blame the Democrats. They, are re- they get blamed for nothing. Their rhetoric has been this way. We hate white people. It's systemic racism. And here you have Frank James and others to come. And the re- Democrats keep saying it over and over again for three, four years. So now there should be something with Joe Biden, Kamala well, Harris. Their rhetoric caused an April 12th uh, insurrection. Going to do it to Trump, we do it right back to, to the Democrats. They don't well, get free passes anymore. Well, well Lisa, I, 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 I do hear your frustration on uh, – on, on, thank you for the call. I, I, I hear your frustration on, uh, on Frank James. Uh, to listen to some of his rhetoric, it, it's just disgusting. And, you know, I, I choose not to focus on it, so I ignore it. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't there for years online. And it's it, it's not a good thing. It, the rhetoric, rhetoric was about dividing people. And, you know, just look at what happened this weekend. So for a second here, and I'm going to go back to Governor Hoku, and we see all of your telephone calls. We're going to get to as many of them as we can. But just think about this. Nine people shot the mass shootings. Think about this, folks. Nine people shot at a South Carolina restaurant. This is the state's second mass attack in two days. In two days. Over Easter weekend on Saturday, 14 people were injured after uh, two shooters opened fire uh, at a uh, at a mall in Columbia. Columbia, of course, is the capital city of South Carolina. So you go to the mall, have a good time, and they opened up. Uh, they opened up uh, violence. It's it's and and then so you have the mall shooting, you have the restaurant shooting, and I am telling you that <laughs> the wokeness of the last few years and the wokeness played a role in subway uh, attack suspect Frank James believing it was okay to spew his racism. And you know, folks, some people say, well, the reason why these mass shootings are happening happens to be because of COVID, because everybody was locked down. That is an excuse, and it's not the reason why it's happening. These shootings are happening because of this wokeness, 
of people of people believing that they are victims and that they are justified in what they are doing. That's why we find this find us in ourselves in the situation that we are in. So I see a number of calls on Ukraine and folks I you know on a personal level I'm really worried about this situation escalating. I've been saying this for about a week. I'm worried about Putin embarrassed that his ship was uh was shot down, you know, sank and you know, he's embarrassed and and he's got to find a way to strike back. And Putin is not going to buy into he's losing the war to Ukraine. Putin is going to buy into the only reason why he's using the losing the war to Ukraine is the weapons being provided by the United States of America. So a number of calls. Let's go to them. Let's uh, go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I must be the only person in the United States of America that can't read Putin's mind. Because all these other people keep saying, oh, he's not going to do anything. He's all bluffing. You know, he hasn't got the nerve. He hasn't got the gu-. How do you know? The only one who knows what Putin is thinking is Putin. Nobody else could read Putin's mind. Now, if you said to me, could I read Hitler's mind? Yes, I could, because Hitler was nice enough to write a book and put down everything that he was planning on doing, which he did. Unfortunately, Putin didn't do what Hitler did. He didn't write a book and say, I'm going to do all these different things. So these morons, these idiots, these imbeciles who keep saying, well, I, you know, I, he won't do it. And he, he's bluffing and all this nonsense. How do you know? How do you know he won't do it? And what if you're wrong? What if he's so pissed off that he does start using nuclear weapons? What are you going to go? Whoops, I made a mistake. Michael, well, that's one hell I, of a mistake I, you made. Michael, you're an I, imbecile. I, I, you're an idiot. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to attack people. I'm not going to call them names, as you just did. But, but you and I share a similar position. I fear exactly the way that you do. Uh, you know, so... Unfortunately, we may find out the answer to this situation sooner rather than later because Putin, uh, Michael, would you agree? And then I've got to move on. Would you agree that Putin's back is up against the wall right now? And how? And how? And if I was him and you kept pissing me off, I would tell Ukraine, you have 24 hours to surrender. If you don't surrender, one of your cities is going to be turned into a mushroom. And as far as the United States, we're not going to war with him over Ukraine. So America will do nothing. So if the head of of Ukraine, the president is smart, he will surrender. Because I'll tell you right now, if you think Americans are going to be drafted to go fight in the Ukraine, right? Hell no, we won't go. Remember those words? It ain't happening. Because I'll tell you right now, I've got children, and there ain't no way they're going to go to Ukraine to fight in a war to save the Ukrainians. Baby, they are on their own. Whatever happens to them happens, but none of my children are going, and I'll send them to Canada before I'll let them go. Well, Michael, I thank you for the call from New Jersey to the Bronx. Let's say good morning to Joseph. Joseph, good morning, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. 
Uh, yes, good morning, uh, Dominic. With regard to the Ukraine, uh, very briefly, uh, we started this situation from the start in 2014 when you had Victoria Newland, who was this neoconservative stinking up the State Department, who had spent $5 billion in U.S. tax money to overthrow a democratically elected government in Ukraine that was pro-Putin. So this is, this is the genesis of the conflict that's going on right now. Secondly, providing the Ukrainians weapons is only delaying the inevitable. They cannot defeat all 900,000 well-armed, well-trained Russian soldiers in the Russian military. That's not going to happen. All right. All you're doing is prolonging the misery for the ordinary Ukrainian people who are suffering because of our actions and meddling in their internal affairs. The best thing we should do is simply wipe our slate clean, stop provoking Putin by pushing NATO's bo- NATO closer and closer to his borders. That's exactly what his main gripe is. Hmm. Well, no, I, I, I no. hear you, Joseph, I, but I do have to move on because we have a full uh, board of uh, telephone calls. A lot of people want to talk about the situation in Ukraine. And there are also reports that Putin may decide ultimately to go after uh, a, a NATO country. And then what? And so, folks, I am telling you my worst fear is that Putin is going to go there and the U.S. is going to be provoked and then it's going to be a matter of does the U.S. get involved? I just feel I feel by the day the U.S. is being pulled into this situation. Let's go to our friend Dominic in Wapping Just Falls. Good morning, Dominic. How are you this morning? How are you, Domenico? Come inside. <laughs> How you doing, my brother? How was your holiday? Good. Uh, nice and quiet. Nice and quiet. So. Uh, how about yours? Very good, very good. I'm working. I have to work Sundays. What can I tell you? Okay, okay. Working hard I'm for the money. Home, okay, all right. Well, I said working hard for the money. Drive carefully. Absolutely. What's on your mind, Dominic? Well, I just, you know, that guy Michael, I think he's, a, he's the opposite of, of Stanley. Stanley is in one direction, and Michael is totally a lunatic on the other side, calling everybody idiot. But he doesn't understand... And I think a lot of people don't understand, Putin has a family. He has two beautiful daughters. He has a son, son-in-law. He has a mom and everything. You really think, Dominic, he's going to push the button right in the country right next to him when he knows he's going to get that, that, that backlash from, from that nuclear power? I, I really don't Hey, Dominic, I, I, really I, I, I hope and pray that you're correct. But I worry that he's losing the public relations battle on a world stage. And I worry that he feels Putin, if he could just take on Ukraine alone without U.S. involvement with the weapons, that it would be ill. And so I, I go ahead. Go ahead, Dominic. I, I, I understand, Don, but, but, but hear me out. L- listen to me. It's not just him that's going to push the button. There is a chain of command, and with that chain of command, those people don't want to see their family blown up either. I really think this is, this, he's just using this as a scare tactic because he's going to say, all right, I want you to push the button, and he's going to, there's going to be a chain of command, and one person in that command is going to say, I'm not pushing it. I'm not doing it. 
and there's going to be another person. That I'm not doing. They don't want to kill their own family. No, I I, I, I I hear you, Dominic. But uh, to stand up to Putin, that may be a tall order. But I hear you, and I, I hope that I hope that you're correct. And and we'll see, Dominic. I thank you for the call and drive home safely. We are taking your telephone calls of a, on a number of topics this morning, starting off the week here at WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic Carter here. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we will continue on the mass shootings. What, three this weekend? Three or four? We will continue on the situation in Ukraine. It seems to be, unfortunately, uh, amping up. We will let you hear what Governor Hoku of New York had to say to the owner-operator of WABC, John Casamitidis. She says no matter what happens with COVID this time, she is not shutting down New York. Also, violence over the uh, Michigan police shooting on Saturday protests in Portland, Oregon. Uh, It got ugly in terms of the protesters. I just don't understand what you think you're making when you destroy property for no reason. You're not getting the point across of what you view as the injustice. You are just making a complete, you know what, of yourself. I'll be right back. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you until the top of the hour. At that time, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. As I mentioned, Governor Hochul of New York, this is an election year. We're coming back to Ukraine in just one second. I'm also going to Terry in Suffolk County, who's been patient. Uh, to hold on for a while on the uh, malfunction cameras in the subway system of New York. But Governor Hochul, as the numbers are rising with COVID, says that this time around, New York will not be shut down again. She appeared on the program on Cat's Roundtable this morning with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. You know how much I love New York. This 66 million tourists we had. I hope we get back at least half of them next year. They're coming. A lot of it was restrictions on international travel because of COVID. And you see, I mean, really the cases in places like China and other other communities, it is coming back. I hate to say that. And I said as governor, I'm going to protect the health of New Yorkers, but I'm also protecting the economy. I'm not going to shut it down again. You can count on that. But we are seeing an increase in cases, and people are getting anxious, and that might affect whether people come at this time. But they will not stay away because of the crime issue. We're going to lean hard on this. I'm working with the mayor. We now have relationships with the mayor's office that didn't exist for a decade. So we roll up our sleeves. We work with our law enforcement. We make sure we get the job done while protecting the rights of individuals, which is very important to us as well. Governor Hochul with John Katsimatidis this morning, the owner-operator of WABC, uh, the Cats Roundtable. But I see a number of you want to talk about Ukraine. I'm going to get right back to that and also the subway shooting. We've had quite the Easter weekend in terms of mass shootings. 
And, you know, I, I keep stay, saying it, and I will continue to say it. I will continue to say it. These types of shootings, it's not because of COVID. It's because of wokeness and people, whatever reason, interpreting that the system is on their side, that they are a permanent victim, that they have a right to feel the way that they feel and do what they do. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. I mentioned Terry in Suffolk County. Let's go to Terry. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, you know, these guys are criminals. I don't care what anybody says. They, It's a criminal act. I don't care what motivates them. They're lunatics. Okay, when you say uh, these guys are criminals, which guys? The shooters. The shooters are okay. criminals. They're okay. lunatics. Okay. Anybody who pulls out a gun and starts shooting at innocent people is a lunatic. I don't care what kind of... Um, you know, is what his playbook is, what he believes in. It's all nonsense. You have no right to do that to innocent people. Right. Hochul's a fraud. Adams is a fraud. And you're kind of a fraud, too, because you're a left-winger. You don't tell the audience that. You play Mr. Teddy Bear with everybody. Why don't you tell people you're a left-winger? Why are you Terry, embarrassed to tell Terry, people that? Terry, 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 you, you've called up before. And, and I, hey, listen, I, I respect your point of view. I really do. But you don't know me on a personal level. So how can you make the assumption that I'm uh, one thing or another? You don't know me. Terry? You are a left winger and you're embarrassed okay. to tell this okay. audience. Okay, wait, wait, Terry. I'm a left winger based on what? On your political beliefs. And how do you know my political beliefs? I've heard you enough for the past 25 years. You're a left-winger. You are a lefty. Ah. You try to hide it. You're an Adams fan. Adams is a lefty. Hokel-Bokel is another lefty. You're a lefties, and lefties <laughs> are going to do nothing about crime. And you know it, too. Hey, and Terry, you couldn't care less Terry, because you're hiding Terry. out up in the Catskills somewhere. No, Rockland County, and I don't hide, Wherever brother. Wherever it is, you're hiding brother, out up there. Brother, brother, brother. For 35 years, ask the most powerful politicians in the country who held them accountable. It was me. I don't hide anywhere, Terry. I do not hide. You can call me whatever you want, but please don't say that I hide because I don't. And I don't know, Terry. I appreciate the call. Hey, I will give you this much. We can agree to disagree because I have people on on uh, that see me as just the other way that say, Hey, Dominic, you know, you know, you're, you're too far to the right. You know, you know, you know, you're too far to the right. So you know what, Terry, at the end of the day, I guess that means that I'm doing something right. I guess that's what it means. But I will say what my regular answer to that is, and thank you for the call, Terry. Never put me in a box because you don't know what my politics are or where I stand on any given issue. For a number of years uh, on television, it was my job to report the news, which means that I took it seriously in terms of uh, we were taught that the public was not interested in our personal politics. Now that I'm on radio, I can call it the way that I see it. And you know what? The next time that you say that I'm a leftist, I should show you some of the emails from folks that say, that I'm too far to the right. But thank you for the call. Let's go back to the subject of Ukraine and President Zelensky uh, threatening that nuclear action may be coming soon from Putin. And I am telling you that this man's back is up against the wall, and I am worried as well. 
as in terms of what he may do. Jim in Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Good morning, Jim. I'm well. Thank you. Go right ahead. Well, I'll tell you something, and I hope you'll let me speak. You should be scared, and everybody should be scared, because we are already in World War III. This is going to happen, and the Bible says so in the book of Revelations. And if you really want to be scared, Jesus said that um, don't worry about the body when it's killed, but but worry about him who can throw you into hell when you die. And you have to know Christ as your Savior. So be ready for that. Be ready for God's judgment. That's what you really fear. Because Jesus said that all these okay, things... Okay, all right, I, I, got, I, got, I got you, Jim. I, I heard you the first time and, you and said please it. Don't, please don't hang up on me. When no, I no, well, I, I, hey, Jim, 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 I have 10, 15 calls. I can't stay with you yeah. or any other but caller. I just, want to say, I just want to say one thing. Okay, I, but I like your show. I thank you. Go it. ahead and say it, please, Jim. Go ahead. Okay, I like your show. I listen to it all the time. But I'm just saying we should be afraid because we are already entering World War Three, And if Biden keeps sending him stuff, you're going to piss him off, and he's going to do something, and it won't take long for this earth to be destroyed. Jim, Jim, I hear you. I agree with you. It's not a game. It's not a game by any means, and that's why I'm talking about it uh, consistently, because I worry uh, what may happen as as well. Let's go in a minute. I'm going to go to Bob and Yonkers, but first, let's go to Michael on the east side. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> um, in any event, let, let's stop this nonsense about Putin being so angry and his back is up against the wall. He's going to pull the nuclear trigger. Nothing further than the truth. It's not going to happen. What he will do, unfortunately, is probably uh, air bombard, which he's doing now as much as he can. Um, because his troops are untrained. He had to import troops from Syria, his goons that are there. Um, he's not pulling any nuclear trigger. And if anything, if a, if a bully says, watch out, that's when you bloody his nose. That's why uh, Zelensky needs to get as much anti-aircraft uh, stinger missiles or the other missiles and such that he can get because Putin now is going to be putting on a military push. And I saw something today where this woman found her son, it was outside of Buka, I think, in a well. Uh, the The troops that he has there now are totally undisciplined and a lot of the hey, want hey to Michael there. in, in right. the interest of yeah. time I I hear you sure but but are, are you I will ask you the same question I put to what caller earlier and uh, Michael as well are you are you on a personal level willing to take this 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 risk this gamble what on a personal level, you need a mind willing to go over there to fight. No, 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 like not not rest. yourself. No, 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 no. I mean, are you willing as an American to take this gamble with Putin and and call his bluff? This 
is an artificial gamble. He is okay. Wait, 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 Michael, Michael. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Are you willing to take the gamble? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Well. Anyway, what's going on in in Portland? Those police, they should get in a national uh, SWAT team and just show these rioters they're they're socialist communist anarchists yes they are um show them what to do but over there in portland mm-mm-mm. this mm-hmm. is freedom they're showing their freedom by burning down places come on okay get Mike, those rubber bullets michael i i thank you yeah. for the call Th- i didn't mean to cut you off thank you for the call so i'm looking at an email that was just uh, sent to me as it relates to the issue of crime and these mass shootings and and it it says uh, Paul Grimaldi here. It says that they are suicide by cop now with all these males constantly resisting arrest. I call it litigation by cop, and he's right. The families sue and get money. It, that's exactly what happens. That is exactly what happens. Bob and Yonkers, good morning, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. In terms of the crime throughout the country, basically it's t- the serious crime is taking place in all of the, the, the democratic areas of the country because the politicians are not supporting the police like they should. And the police are not going to respond the way they should if they know the politicians are not going to support them. They're not going to risk their pension, their jobs. So... Mm-hmm. This, 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 this situation is going to go on and on and on. Well, you know what, Bob? If if it does go on and on and on, it's it's just really sad because because what what's what's lurking in the background, if you will, are the nuts, right? Like Frank James that Absolutely. comes to New York and 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 shoots up the system. And, you know, and, and and this is why, Bob, this is why I'm angry at all of this wokeness. It's time to cut the, you know what? It's time to stop this nonsense and the pandering politicians. You know, you know, Bob, I remember a day when politicians pandered on, on fighting crime. <laughs> they pandered. It might have been pandering, but at least they were talking about, I'm going to crack down on crime. Now they say Black Lives Matter. We're going to we're going to go after the police. We're with you, the community. What type of nonsense line is that? Bob, I, I go ahead. It's getting to the point where you can't even go outside in the evening to enjoy the, the, the evening. It, it's so bad that they might Adams might have to call the National Guard in at least for 30 days to clean up the street. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. no, you have military police and the National Guard. You should be using them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I thank you. But, um, you know, the mayor with his police commissioner made the rounds yesterday morning, the Sunday morning shows uh, no mayor is going to call in the, the, the National Guard because it is a kiss of death. It is the third rail of modern-day politics to call in the National Guard. And and uh, any any ambition you have for higher office, it, it is dead on arrival. And so Mr. Adams is trying to play to a national crowd, and that's fine. But, Mr. Adams, if... Crime doesn't come down in your backyard. 
you can kiss all of that goodbye because the history is that New York City mayors do not do well on the national political stage to begin with, to begin with. And so by declaring it's a national issue, which it may be, uh, to the people in New York, they don't really want to hear that, right? Do, do you want to hear, well, people are dying all across the country, or do you care about the fact that your relative or friend or someone that you care about um, has has been uh, injured? Let's go to Carol in New Jersey. Good morning, Carol. What's on your mind this morning? Dominic. I don't believe that Putin is going to get involved in anything against the U.S. Um, I mean, I, I just don't. I, re- I really don't. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention is um, Frank James. That was Jesse James's brother. <laughs> what Jesse James's brother? I'm, I'm Carol. I'm a little lost. No, Jesse James, the, the gangster. You know. That was his brother. But that was his brother. And that was his brother's name, Frank James. Oh, that that was his name. I I thought you were literally saying that that's his brother. No, no, okay. no, no. I'm talking about Jesse James. Mm. That, that was his brother's name, Frank James. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. <laughs> Historically, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, Carol, you you know, we, we're all saying that uh, that Mr. James, Frank James is mentally yeah. ill and so on. But I yeah. mean, but, but how mentally ill are you that you uh diabolical plan to the T to the T you did, you did uh, everything that, that right. you, you, you know, that you want to do injuring all these people and so on. But I thank yeah. you. I thank you for your time, Carol, and you have a great morning. Let's go to Anthony. Oh, and you too. Thank, thank you, you, Carol. Thank you, Anthony and Howard Beach, Queens. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning, Dominic. How are you? I'm well. Okay. Uh, my concern is this new mayor. Why is it taking him so long? Giuliani has been screaming at him to get off his ass and put these laws into effect. Why is we having all these mass shootings and this guy is just sitting back worrying about his GQ outfits? I mean, 100 days, he hasn't passed no laws. He hasn't given nobody any satisfaction for his vote, for the voting for him. And uh, he should immediately start these new laws. Well, well, what well, 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 one, well, having a good time all the time. Well, one, 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 Anthony, you, you bring up a couple of points there. One, uh, Adams has tried to get tougher laws passed to Albany, but, um, the lawmakers in Albany, they are kumbaya wokeness to the ninth degree. And so they basically sent him home uh, by, but you know, with nothing done. Now you you said that the mayor is GQ. Did I hear you correctly? Yeah, I hear this GQ and him going out and the parties and stuff like that. I mean, never heard of any such thing. I mean, right. Uh, the Blasio destroyed the city. Giuliani fixed it. One guy comes, the other guy fixes, the other guy breaks it. This guy's new. Supposedly, he promised a lot of. Uh, 
things and nothing has been done and these mass shooters are continuing and people are getting away with murder and theft <clears throat> and whatever. I live in this area in Howard Beach. They steal my cars and uh, converters right out of your back inside your garage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. In a little time, they, in a little bit, they, they all come into your house. Mm-hmm. Well, Anthony, you are correct to this uh, degree. Um, well, that that crime is completely out of control. I'm sure that uh, that Mayor Adams wouldn't um, take too likely to the GQ reference. But but I hear you. I hear you, Anthony. Dominic Carter with you, folks. We see all the calls on a number of uh, topics. Uh, we're going to take a break. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Plus, I'm also going to go to an MTA train operator as it relates to their personal experience with crime. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And, folks, the uh, the crime situation continues in New York. Three Queens robbers brutally beat a man unconscious with his own cane at a uh, subway station. The NYPD released disturbing video Saturday morning of the three Queens robbers brutally attacking a 44-year-old man and beating him unconscious with his own cane at a subway station. Now, this happened at 11.50 p.m. on April 14th at the Roosevelt Avenue Jackson Heights station on the E-Line. And so, again, the the train system, you ride the train at your own risk. I mentioned we were going to Andrew in Brooklyn. Good morning, Andrew. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi, Dominic. I'm a train operator. I just got off work a little while ago. Uh, on the uh, same line is uh, Frank James. Look, the, the bottom line is this, okay? Until they change the bail reform laws, okay, which has got nothing to do with Adams. Uh, you know, I'm no fan. I'm, I'm no special pleader for this guy. But, uh, you know, Hochul and, and uh, the muckety mucks upstate, they got to change these laws. Until those laws are changed, you're going to have chaos. Now, this is this this Frank James was obviously a a, uh, a nut. It was a one-off type situation. But as far as rampant crime, look, I'm going to be 60 years old. I remember the 70s like like the back of my hand. People were dirt poor back then. You had 12, 13 year old kids mugging, ripping chains off your necks, uh, purse snatching. The whole you don't get that stuff today. It, it, you know. You're talking about a, 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 a small percentage of criminals in the system that are uh, getting arrested, getting re-released, causing the same problems again. You know, it's not like a, 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 a crime epidemic, you know, what they used to call fear city back then. You probably remember when they used to hand out the, the pamphlets to all the tourists. You can't even compare New York to what it was 25, 30 years ago. But again, this is all. This all comes down to liberal policy, and until it, until these bail reform laws are changed throughout the country, you're going to get this type of crime. That's just the bottom line, Dominic. 
Well, you know what, Andrew, you 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 may be correct, but I do want to ask you this: as a uh, MTA train operator, what are some of the things that you see on the subways? Okay, uh, crime wise, I don't really see that that much. I see some fights on the trains, but the main thing is uh, the, the homeless, and it's getting worse. It's not getting better. I mean, tonight. Uh, Every station, I can count two or three sleeping on the platforms, getting close to the edge. I had uh, I had a couple of near misses with guys falling into the tracks, you know, defecating on on the platforms. Just the quality of life type stuff. It's disgusting. Uh, you know, the bums back in the seventies and eighties, Dominic, they had they had a little bit more class. They all had sports jackets on. They drank their wine out of a brown bag. It's a it's a different it's a different animal today. I mean, these people are, uh, you know, they're walking around in rags, no shoes. You know, it's like the night of the living dead. You know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, they 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 pick these people up and then they let them back out within a couple of hours. I mean, obviously, most of them probably are not committing crimes, but uh, I mean, they're a major eyesore. Uh, it, it definitely affects ridership. There's no question about it. People don't want to share a, uh, a subway car with two of these, two, uh, you know, sleeping and women, for that matter, with all their belongings. You know, we had a, uh, as you know, we had a train fire earlier this year, uh, late last year on, uh, I think it was the two line with uh, the shopping carts. You know, they say now you're not allowed to have shopping carts. They'll take the train out of service. I still, I still see shopping carts. So, you know, these laws are not being enforced. Wow. And there's, cop, there's cops. I see the cops, Dominic. You know, God bless them. I love them. But, you know, their hands are tied. They get abused by these kids. You know, can you imagine a kid mouthing off to a cop 25 years ago the way they do today? No. No. Of course. Of course not. No. No. But that's, that's, the that's, that's the problem with all of this wokeness that there's a sense of entitlement. And, hey, you know what, Andrew? Uh, thank you for sharing the personal experience as an MTA uh, train operator. And, but I do have to be honest with you. Um, I got a little nauseous as you were describing uh, the scene that you have to deal with every workday. I, I, don't, I don't know if I could do that. But, but thank you. Thank you for the call. And I and I hope for your sake and um, <clears throat> the sake of other MTA workers that things get better. One of the other issues that we were discussing this morning is Ukraine, Putin. Let's go to Roger in East Haven, uh, Connecticut. Good morning, Roger, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Oh, hello, Dominic. Um, I was on hold for a while, but it was worth the wait. Uh, you hear the people in real time when you're on hold. Um, Ukraine, listen, Putin saw China poison America. America did nothing. Putin, 2020, saw America's cities burn down. The governors, the president didn't do anything. So he sees a weak America. He knows it's time to pounce, and that's what he's doing. I don't care about what anybody says. Superman would have been the president, this or that. He sees weakness. He smells weakness, and he knew it was time to attack. My point of view is Putin is a moron, is an imbecile. Uh, I don't want to use any tactics that he, he could have used. And I'm not talking about atomic or anything like that. He's, I think he's an idiot, but because usually when they're that crazy, they get stupider and stupider. 
I'm sure the internal security forces would deal with him if he wanted to do something along the lines of a nuke, but he's right next to the Ukraine, so he wouldn't do that. And he wouldn't even bring that up. It's just a nonsense. It's a non-starter. But he sees a weak America. He sees the cities burning in 2020. He sees all the crime, trying to poison. He has no response to China. They blamed an 80-year-old politician, a bureaucrat, this guy Fauci, all the big tough conservatives. Oh, Fauci this, Fauci that. No, 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 no. Listen, folks. Fauci's just the front for the establishment. He was put out there to take a beat. And Putin sees all this, witnesses it. He knows America's weak. It's going to pounce. And uh, I know Morano's coming up next. He's warming up in the bullpen. Curtis is probably there. He's not allowed home. Curtis doesn't want to go home anymore because he's uh, the, the cats don't want him in the apartment. And, uh, you know, Morano warming up in the bullpen, you can't go wrong with that. Is he a righty or a lefty? Who knows? He's hey, 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 wait. Uh, is this Steve? Steve, no, this is not Steve. No, it is Roger. Okay, you sure, you sure it's not Steve? Is Frank Morano telling you that? Frank Morano. No, 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 no. The reason why I'm asking if it's Steve is because I've taken your phone calls when I can. But, but, but there, but there, there are a couple of rules. If you call here using a fake name and we have people monitoring it, then you will not be on this program ever again. If you call here being disrespectful, as I've said before, I don't do the game of let's attack each other. It makes for great radio. No, I don't do that. If if you're disrespectful to me or to another caller, you will not be back on this program again. And what we are instituting is, and I'm just going to put it out there, when you call this program, if we can't see your phone number, we're not taking the call. Let me be very clear. If we can't see your phone number on the screen system, you will not be on this program. And that's to stop people from calling using uh, fake names. And it's it's mighty easy to, to be bold and attack someone when you're hiding behind the telephone using a false identification. My great colleague is uh, with us, Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good Hello, morning to you, sir. Dominic. I would venture to say that's almost the majority of, of social media commentary related to radio or to politics, is these keyboard warriors hiding behind <laughs> their pseudonyms. Uh, and uh, there's just something about uh, anonymity that makes people... People awfully, awfully brave. Right, right, right. And it's funny. In a minute, we're going to go back to the telephone calls because you and I are very, and every other host, we're very much um, in the public's eye. Right. And it's easy to be bold and make comments when you're hiding behind a fake name. With a, I don't understand why people call up. You know, like I, like I said to Steve, just identify yourself. We'll take your calls. Right. Period. Right. Period. But it's the people uh, that call up. Anyway, what do you have coming up this morning? All right, I got an action-packed show today. You might have read the story in page six this weekend about the uh, comic who took Gilbert Gottfried to one of New York's trendiest restaurants, and uh, quite a scene ensued. Well, that comic is also a former dentist, Jeffrey Gurian. He's going to join me in studio for the next hour. He's got a new book out, and uh, we're going to talk about the holidays. We're going to talk about how to be able to have some fun when the news just seems so bleak. That, I'm looking forward to that. 
because, you know, a lot of us are still celebrating Easter, even though it's technically the Monday after Easter. A lot of us are, uh, you know, in a kind of religious minded mode. So I have a Franciscan brother here. He's also a principal of a very big school out there on Long Island. So we're going to talk about that. Brother David uh, Migliorino. And in the three o'clock hour, an expert in intelligence. He has a new way of thinking of intelligence. He's a cognitive scientist. His name's Scott Barry Kaufman. A bit of a fan of this guy for a long time. Very much looking forward to our conversation. And uh, we have all the stuff that we normally have. We have uh, commendations coming up. We have uh, some other interesting stories. I'll respond to some of the inaccurate things Curtis Lee has been saying about me. And it's oh. tax day. We'll, oh. well, I'm sure we'll have some tax day discussion as well. So wait, he he wanted me to ask you some questions, yes. but but I forgot what the uh, it's probably better off. <laughs> probably better off. <laughs> and and his wife Nancy told him told him to go easy on me. You know. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, then you're already ahead of the game. <laughs> you're already ahead of the game. Well, let's go. Let's go together. Let's go back to the telephone calls. And Frank is coming up the other side of midnight in just minutes at 1 a.m. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to Sydney in the Bronx. Good morning, Sydney. Dominic, good morning. I've been trying to get through to you. This is my second time. I'm a community advocate uh, in the Bronx for like almost 20 years now, and I deal with quality of life issues. Okay. I had a handgun for 20-plus years, and I let it go some years ago because it was only a premises because New York City does not allow good law-abiding citizens with their heads straight to carry concealed. Now, when in, when our, uh, uh, one of these talk shows, yours, Curtis Slewer, or Carrie, or one of, one, even the next show coming on after you, when is somebody going to carry a topic for an hour about good law-abiding citizens carry concealed. The bad guys can carry guns in New York City. I'm sick and tired of it. And the good people suffer because because politics doesn't allow us to. Well, well, Sydney, I, I will let Frank respond first, and then I'll tell you what I feel about this issue. But thank you for the call, Sydney. Go right ahead, Frank. But look, I'm not against uh, people being able to carry guns. You know, honest, law-abiding citizens having having guns. I think in this particular instance, the Frank James instance, I don't know that that would have helped because you had a situation where he was blowing smoke bombs all over right. the place. All over the place. So if you had well-intentioned Good Samaritans all armed trying to fire in the direction of the smoke bomb, I am concerned that you could have seen more people get hurt uh, because it would have turned into a, a, a shootout where nobody could see anything. Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't have more sensible gun control policy in New York City or more sensible gun policy in New York City, but I don't think that would have changed anything here. I think, in fact, it might have made things worse. I see this as a discussion where, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having the discussion but I don't, I don't see anything changing because the laws are so tight in New York City. Exactly. Right. Where, where you're not going to get a permit. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's rare to get a gun permit. It's just not going to happen. So I see we have a call from Pete from Long Island, and I wish Pete that I had time to take it. Pete says that he's an African American male, and he wants to share a recent experience. It's probably but- Steve from Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> Steve from Manhattan. But I'm out of time. Steve from Manhattan. Call under Steve from Manhattan, and I'll take your call. That's all you got to do. 
folks. I'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same station. Talk Radio 77 WABC.